Hey, broken salespeople. So today we are going to talk about the four things that you need to know as a small business owner before you even start selling. That's this episode of the Broken Salespeople Podcast. Hey, Broken Salespeople, welcome to the podcast. My name is Red Staffstrom, and today we are here to help you fix your broken sales skills. So I recently got a message on LinkedIn where I've been focusing a lot of my time and effort recently. Um, And somebody wanted me to come up with the five things to teach non-salespeople, the five sales skills that non-salespeople need. And the more I thought about it, the more I realized that I would be doing a severe disservice giving people that information. Because before I could even teach that, before I can teach anything along those lines, we have to do some prep work. One of my favorite books that I've read is The E-Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber. And in that book, Michael Gerber talks about a woman, a fictional woman, I believe, um, named Sarah. Sarah is a phenomenal baker. She is one of those people that you just taste her food and you just go, oh my God, you need to open a bakery. You need to sell this. You can make millions off of this. And so Sarah does. Sarah buys a brick and mortar spot. She opens up, um, creates a business, opens up the location, but she doesn't do so hot. Um, When business does pick up, she almost starts to hate it more because she's the one doing everything. She's great at baking and she loves baking, but running a business is not baking. She wants to be this technical-minded person. She wants to bake. That's why she opened a baking business, opened a bakery. But she's unable to do that because guess what? Now she's a business owner. That's the spot that I feel like many of you guys, many small business owners find themselves in. You are great at what you do, whatever that is. Um, You may be a lawyer, a real estate agent. Uh, You may do professional copywriting, resume critiques. You may be whatever else, a marketing, the list can go on and on. You sell some good or service and you are great at that good or service, but you don't know how to sell it yet. You don't know how to put the words together in order to get somebody to send you a check, give you their credit card information, whatever it happens to be. And that's where I want to come in. I'm here to help you get to a point where you can start making that money, where you can start creating a sales process and creating it in a way that actually feels healthy. I'm not here to tell you you need to make 100 phone calls a day. Some of you, maybe. That might be your strength, but the beautiful thing about being a small business owner is you get to build the processes the way you actually want to sell. You get to build everything to your own specifications. That That's pretty freeing. It's pretty like that should make you excited. So what I want to do is before you even start selling, before you really start diving into everything, I want to give you that basis work that foundation that you need in order to start building the right sales process for you and your company. All right. So four things. The very first thing is you need to understand yourself. You want need to understand who you are as a person. Um, personality tests are a great way to start with it. 
Myers. I'm a big fan of the Myers-Briggs, the, the MBTI, or however the acronym works out. Um, one of my, my favorite websites for it is 16personalities.com. And it will walk you through, give you the test, and then give you a full assessment of your personality. It's one of my favorite tools. Um, I am an INTJ, an architect personality type. I tend to like time alone, but talk big picture ideas. Um, think Batman. Not somebody who socializes very well all the time, but really loves these big complex ideas, loves to focus. Um, I tend to draw lines in the sand in terms of right and wrong very easily. That's part of who I am too. But start with understanding that. If you want something a little simpler, you could use the DISC personality profile, D-I-S-C. Um, basically, it breaks you down into four profiles as opposed to 16. It's XY axis. Um, you are either introverted or extroverted, and then you are task-focused or people focused and you could see where you are on that chart if you are task focused extrovert maybe cold calling is the right thing for you if you are a um people focused introvert it's probably not we may want to build a process that fits the right way because you're going to want very deep relationships with a smaller number of people the extrovert wants that big puddle that wide, wide net of shallow relationships, whereas that deep introvert wants that well. Smaller, smaller spread, but very, very deep relationships. It's about understanding who you are, how you function, and creating things the right way. Maybe you work better with networking or social selling. Whatever it is, let's put you in the position where you can best succeed. Period. Um, so first is understanding yourself because again if you want to build if you want to design that clothing you need to know your size first that's step one the second thing you need to know is you need to understand your unique value proposition where do you where are you set apart from everybody else in the market this is a much tougher thing to find out because even big big companies get it wrong a lot um, saying that you're number one in the market is not a unique value proposition. Nobody cares. Um, saying you're customer focused is not a unique value proposition. Everybody says that. Saying you can help people save time and money. That's pretty much what everybody says. You need to create something that's different from your competitors, something that sets you apart from everybody else. For me, I teach emotionally intelligent sales strategies. I, it's not just more money, more money, more money. I'm talking about staying happy as you sell, not feeling slimy at the end of the day like you bullied somebody into the deal. I am here to help you sell in a way that makes you feel okay at the end of the night, that helps you keep employees because if they feel slimy and nasty, they're going to leave too. The average sales development rep only stays for 18 months because of how toxic sales is. So my unique value proposition is teaching sales in a way that's emotionally intelligent for each person. That's why you need to know yourself. That's why we go back to step one is understanding your personality. The third thing that you need to understand is your customer. 
See, once you understand what your unique value proposition is, it's pretty simple to make that jump into figuring out who it can help. It's still a good sized jump, but once you know how you set apart, how you are set apart, what's different about you, you can figure out who would work with you best, who would be the most excited to work with you, and you can tailor things to them specifically. So what do you need to know about your ideal client? Everything. Your ideal client is your new invisible best friend like when you were three years old. You need to know everything about them. You need to know what kind of school they went to, what kind of um, house they grew up in, where, like, what age are they, how long have they been in the professional workforce, what kind of job do they have, where are they in the structure, do you need to talk to CEOs and only CEOs, can you talk to HR people, can you talk to frontline salespeople, who is the person that you need to speak to. To give you an example, my ideal customer profile is Sarah. <laughs> Sarah from the E-Myth Revisited. Somebody who has started a business, she is extremely competent in what she does. She is a monster at it, but doesn't really understand the business side of it. Doesn't know how to build that marketing side. And that's kind of why I'm creating this video. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Um, don't be afraid to create those things. Once you understand your ideal customer, you can create content specific to them. That's what I'm doing right here. If you keep picking up your boyfriend or girlfriend at the bar... You can't get upset when they turn out to be a drunk. Once you figure out your ideal customer profile, the person you want to spend the rest of your professional life with, figure out where they hang out. If you want to hang out with people who hike, people who are focused on self-improvement, if you're running a dieting business, a whatever... Um, a personal training business, you're not going to find your ideal customer in the drive-through line of McDonald's. You've got once you understand your ideal customer profile, you can now put yourself in the right position to actually have those conversations and have it in a no-pressure way. It's not some cold call. Cold calls as of right now, 75% of all calls go to voicemail and only 5% of all voicemails are returned. So 70% of cold calls do nothing. And that's assuming you actually get a person on the phone and not an automated system of some kind or the secretary or some gatekeeper. 75% of conversations on the phone do not even get a person to answer. Think about that kind of thing. You need to put yourself where your customer is going to answer the phone, or better yet, where they are going to want to call you. That's the whole idea of marketing and sales, is putting yourself in the right position each and every time. The last thing you need to understand is trust. Trust is everything with sales. I can give you a whole bunch of techniques. I can give you acronyms on how to sell. I can give you all sorts of diagrams and spirals and talk about Maslow's hierarchy of needs, John Rawls and the veil of ignorance. I can give you some really complex topics, but none of it matters if you don't understand how to build trust. 
And most people don't because they don't even know what trust is. Trust comes down to two things. My favorite definition that I found breaks trust down to character and competence. My brother-in-law is one of my favorite people in the world. Um, we hang out as often as we can, um, play video games together. We have the same twisted sense of humor. He's just a good guy, sweet guy, um, six foot five, giant teddy bear of a human being. That doesn't mean I want him to watch my daughter. See, he's about 30 years old and doesn't have any kids. And he's never had kids. Even though he's fun to hang around, he's never changed a diaper in his life. That's kind of an important thing when you have a daughter. Um, he is He has the character, but he doesn't have the competence. He's great at what he does. If I need help with something, he will be there. But that doesn't mean that he's good at it. For many of you guys, you have the competence already. You are already good at what you do. But now it's about convincing people that you have it. And then it's about convincing them that you don't just have the competence, that you don't just have the skill set, but you also have the character to do things the right way. By structuring things that way, by understanding trust comes down to that combination of character and competence, it's a very formidable strategy. Now you know how to show each, and you know have an actual strategy for building trust, whether you're doing it on the phone, whether you're doing it through social media, whether you're doing it in person. The recipe is almost the same. And now you have everything that you need to sell. You know yourself. You're not going to lie and pretend to be some Dale Carnegie or Zig Ziglar clone. You know who you are. That was step one, was understanding your own personality. Once you're comfortable with that, it's so much easier to be authentic and show the character that you need to. You also know how you stand out and you're able to articulate it in a very simple way. That's step two of sales. You also know who your ideal customer is. So you're not going to keep trying to fit square pegs into round holes and you're not going to chase people who aren't worth your time. That's a big key. I see a lot of small business owners falling into that quagmire too. Um, not everybody is your ideal customer. Find the right people. And then finally, now you have a strategy to build trust. So by knowing yourself, by knowing your unique value proposition, by knowing your ideal customer and knowing what trust is, you have almost everything you need for sales. That's it. I could give you some small techniques here or there, but those are the broad strokes. If you guys liked this content, please take the time to connect with me, to follow me. Uh, broken salespeople on pretty much every platform. Um, you could also find me on YouTube, on LinkedIn, on pretty much everything. Um, Red Staffstrom, happy to connect, happy to chat, happy to help more than anything else. Um, until next time, Red Staffstrom, go fix yourself. Mm -hmm.